Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Generational Sports. It's your boy, as always, and the guy to my right, it's Josh, as always. Well, you know what? We are consistent, let me tell you. Um, Listen, crazy week in the NFL, and and it's going to be a heavy NFL show because, yeah, we had a UFC fight night. Yeah. Kind of mid. It was, I mean, yeah, I guess it was mid, but two of the no nastiest cuts I've seen. I mean, disgusting. Ended two fights. Could literally see the vein. Yeah, that one was bad. That, that, is, that is just, I could throw up thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And Song Yudong had one uh, for uh, the main event. He got cut with a nasty elbow by Santagin, and that, that ended it. Yeah, definitely. Uh... Yeah, definitely not what you, exactly what you want if you're one of those two people. But uh, you know what? They're, they're UFC fighters, so they probably don't even feel pain. Couple snooze fest coming up right too. now for thinking that it's even a big deal. Couple snooze fest fights coming up too, but I mean we're two fight nights away from being you know the week of UFC 280, so can't put all the good fights ahead. That is true. All right, let's get into everything. Actually, wait. I lied. I can't do that. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I actually watched Terminal List. Uh, this Did you? Week. Yeah. yeah fire. That first episode got me hooked, bro. The ending of it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, because the end, you're like, damn, did he actually? I was like, his, his wife and daughter dead? Spoiler alert. Sorry. You know what? I, I would call you out for saying it's a spoiler alert, but I looked up the show before like, I watched it, and it literally says it in the synopsis of the show. <laughs> really? So it's it's not even like, I guess it's not even supposed to be a, a shock or anything, because they literally say, like, if you go to look up the show, it says, man, man tries to, like, get back at the people who kill his family. Like, oh, thanks for that. Yeah. Like, you know, I wasn't, you know, looking forward to figuring out what was happening or anything. The ending did shock me a bit, too. I mean, Ben... I was like, damn. See, that's, that's, see no spoilers show. here, but Very good yeah, that ending. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. We're good, though, Josh? All good? Life's yeah. good? Yeah, we're good. Actually, I had a pretty successful weekend betting-wise. Okay. Wasn't wasn't too bad. I got a uh, bet tonight on a nice Bills game. I got a Diggs, Allen, anytime touchdown, and, and the Bills money line. Ten bucks, $40, $46 payout. I got like a double same game parlay, like for both games. I got digs anytime, bills over 28 and a half points. I think they're going to run it up. Yeah, on the I side. think they're going to blow them out. And then I kind of hedged my bet a little bit because if the Vikings win, then I take a one game lead in our pick em and I bet on Philly. So, you know, it's a win win. true. And so hey, we're going we're gonna to get to our uh, pick recap later in the show, obviously, but. You know, yeah. do you have two Monday night games tonight? Oh, I keep, I, I forgot it all week long, and I'm very happy because I think. Listen, I like watching the Bills play because I like watching Josh Allen play, and then honestly, I think this Viking Eagle game, especially with the way Week Two has gone so far, yeah, could be fantastic. And listen, why don't we use that as a jumping off point because we are going to get into all of week two, obviously, because that is what we are here to do. But let's preview Monday night game 
uh, or games, I should say, just a little bit before they kick off. I see I'm watching right now the Titans are walking out of the tunnel. So obviously this game will be underway pretty, pretty soon. But Josh, just just your thoughts on it, because I think we both believe at least that the, that the Bills are going to walk away victorious. But just just some keys for both teams or, or what you think about this game going into it before before we do officially get kickoff. Yeah, obviously, you know, the game plan for the Titans coming in when the Bills are the Super Bowl champions, you got to get Derrick Henry going early to try and possibly open up that passing game. But we're talking about the, you know, number one defense in the league last year that added Vaughn Miller. So it's it's going to be a very tough game for them. But for, for the Bills, you know, it's it's the same thing as last week. I mean, I think the, the Rams, I, I feel like, have a better defense than the Titans. Uh, so... If they can get Devin Singletary to run the ball the way he did last week, that'll open up things downfield. Is Gabriel Davis out? Or is yeah, he is out. That's ex- that is why I put the anytime touchdown on Diggs. Yeah, yeah. I was actually gonna do Gabriel Davis touchdown, but then the, it took it off. So I was like, I right, must be out. But yeah, Jameson Crowder, Isaiah McKenzie, they're gonna have to step up and make plays too, because all that attention is gonna be on Diggs. Dawson Knox is gonna have to make some plays, but you know, it's the Bills. I don't expect anything other than you know, double digit win probably. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing that can really save the Titans is the fact that, you know, I was just watching the pre-show a little bit and that the Bills run a lot of nickel. So you're asking some pretty tiny dudes to tackle Derrick Henry. And obviously, it might be a little easier. I don't think it's ever easy to, to tackle Derrick Henry, but it might be a little easier at the beginning of the game. So if you're the Titans, if you can keep it like – a three, even a touchdown, you know, game going into, you know, the late third and early fourth quarter, obviously later into the game. Do they start wearing down and like, damn, bro, I am 5'10", 185, and Derrick Henry is like, what, 6'3", 280? Right. I'm really, or 245. I am really not trying to tackle this man right now. Uh, so obviously that's, I feel like that's kind of the key for the Titans. But like you said, I think it's, I think this is all Bills. I mean, Josh Allen, I could see over 350 total yards. I feel like that's normal for him now. Um, Diggs, you expect a big game out of him, especially with D- Gabe Davis out. I think Dawson Knox is gonna is gonna get a little bit more of a of a play here because I think going into last week we kind of thought that, especially after he got paid, mm-hmm. and you know he didn't do too much in that opening game. So maybe you know they've had a week, actually a little bit more. Than a week uh, to give, you know, to put him more into the game plan. So I'm excited to see. But yeah, like we said, I, I pretty should be. I mean, listen, this week too, if it's taught us anything, nothing's going to be easy. So this game should be pretty easy for the Bills, but we will find out. Next up, the game that starts from an hour from now, because that's that's a little, that's one thing I'm a little upset about. Yeah. I wish that this was a seven o'clock, ten ten type of thing. Yeah, I guess you can't really do it because both of the teams that are playing later tonight, you know, East Coast. No, nah, not really. Yeah, it's the NFL. People would stay up wherever. No, no, no. I, they would stay up, but I guess it's not fair to the teams, right? Because I guess. like they're not like, why would you make me play on a West Coast time, and I'm from the East Coast? Like, like if this was Rams Eagles. Yeah. Like a Charger Eagle thing, like then, yeah, I would be like, why wouldn't you start it at ten? But I guess I it wouldn't really be fair. Um, I think that game is going to be very good. I mean, we had a lot of 
very good games over the weekend, which we're obviously about to get into after this. But that game could be right up there with him, uh, even without the crazy endings that we've seen so far. Darius Slay versus Justin Jefferson. You're going to have, you know, I don't know, is it is it Pat Pete still over there for the Vikings? Yeah. Um, yeah. Up against up against Brown. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a pretty solid game rushing, and obviously Brown had that amazing game receiving. So, are they? Which way are they going to go? Uh, the Eagles really did make their identity running the ball, but then you go and get AJ Brown, so maybe they want to pass a little bit more, see what the defense can take advantage of. Um, and that Viking offense looked unbelievable in Week One. Obviously, Jefferson had the two touchdowns. I no, was it one touchdown? Mm, two, I think two. Two touchdowns uh, over. He, what do you have? Like 180 something yards in, in that game. He went absolutely crazy. So. I think that that game is going to obviously be very, very fun. Like Josh alluded to, I got the Eagles. He's got the Vikings. So, uh, obviously a little bit of a differing opinion there. I just think I think Hurts and that Eagle offense will make just enough plays to beat the Vikings. Uh, still not in love with their defense. I know that they held the Packers uh, down in week one, but – even last night against the Bears, the Packers didn't look anything crazy. So maybe yeah. it's, it's one of those situations. And I think the Eagles' defense is pretty solid. Obviously, they're going to give up some plays to Justin Jefferson. That happens. Probably going to happen to everybody every week. So you know, I don't really expect him to be quiet, but I don't think they're going to have two absolutely blown coverages that are going to just let this man run wild across the field. So yeah. I think, I think uh, you know, obviously – I feel like the Eagles, they're favored. The lines moved a lot, you know. The Vikings opened as favorites, and now it's – right now I'm pretty sure the Eagles are the favorites. Uh, and Kirk Cousins' primetime has not turned out very Two well. Two and nine. Yeah, not not too good. Uh, but this Vikings offense, just with, you know, Kevin O'Connell calling the plays, uh, I feel like it's a very different feel, and it's more more open and, you know, just more of a real offense more than what, uh, what they've had in the past. So – I think it could be a little bit different, but the biggest thing for me, I think, is the pass rush for both sides. Obviously, Hurts moves around a lot. Uh, Zadarius Smith and, and Daniil Hunter are you know, one of the best duos in the league. You saw it last week, all the pressure they were getting on Rodgers. So the Eagles do have the advantage there, you know, having a mobile quarterback. Kirk is going to have to get the ball out pretty quickly for the Vikings because Hassan Reddick is, you know, he was with the Panthers last year, a lot of sacks. He's a beast. They got a lot of good guys on that D-line. Fletcher Cox, so, Jordan Davis that they yeah. drafted. Yeah, and that secondary is nice too. So, I mean, I think it's going to just be about the quarterbacks. You know, Dalvin Cook's going to come to play. We might see Miles Sanders some here and there. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's a big pass rush game for me. Well, that's the Monday night games, and now we get into the games that have already been played. Uh, starting off, man, with a game that I don't think anybody uh, saw coming. I, listen, I think we thought that the game would be pretty good, but – you know, in the third quarter when it's – well, let me do some quick math here. 28 thir- – when it's 35-14 in the, f- in the fourth quarter, you don't really expect to be talking Miami-Baltimore much. And then it just went berserk. It, yeah. it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, Lamar had over 100 rushing yards for the 11th time in his career. He passed Michael Vick for the most all-time – by a quarterback, obviously. 
Uh, I think he's the first player in history to have a 75-yard touchdown run and pass in the in the same game. Uh, so he listen. You know how everybody knows how I feel about Lamar. Very good game. Probably one of the more complete games that I've ever seen him play from both. I mean, he was 21 of 29, 318, three touchdowns, no interceptions, nine carries, 119 yards, and a touchdown. You see what Pro Football Focus gave him? His, no, I did not. Score 66.4. Hey, listen, that's why I don't understand. It doesn't make I, sense. I, uh, what, like, what are you supposed to do? And Patrick Mahomes is week one. He was like the seventh best quarterback of week yeah, one. Yeah, I saw that too. I, I, the people that live and die by pro football focus, I literally don't get it. I feel like pro football focus is used if it helps your argument. And then, like, I mean, I guess that's a stupid thing to say because, like, I guess everybody does it this way. But, like, I feel like it's never accurate. It's just more of, like, oh, see, I told you that this player is a lot better than thought. pro football focus has them rated there. Yeah, like, I don't trust them at all. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, like, they're terrible, and it's like, well, pro football focus has them rated there. I told you, like, they're not even good. Meanwhile, you're talking about Mahomes throwing five touchdowns, and he's the seventh best quarterback. Yeah. So I I couldn't tell you. But, I mean, that's just Lamar. 318, three touchdowns, uh, 119 yards rushing on nine carries and a touchdown. Um, Bateman, four catches, 108, a touchdown. Mark Andrews, nine for 104 and a touchdown. Uh before anybody could even sit on their couch, Duvernay had what with a, a kickoff return touchdown to start the game off, which is always electrifying. So it's 35-14, and you're feeling pretty good if you're a Ravens fan. Obviously, you're probably already, you know, preparing your victory post, you know, having a couple more drinks, smoking the Dolphins pack and everything. And then the fourth quarter happened. And Miami outscored Baltimore by a very familiar score to some Patriot fans. 28 to 3 in the fourth quarter. And this led to Tua being 36 of 50 for 469 yards, six touchdowns, did throw the two interceptions. Um, and then the like, what can you even say about the wide receivers? I, I'm, you know, kind of previewing something. If you played them in fantasy, I feel terrible for you. Um, Tyreek Hill, 11 for 192 touchdowns on 13 targets. Waddle, 11 for 171, two touchdowns on 19 targets. So it's, you know, building the uh, fastest wide receiver core maybe in the NFL history seems to be paying off just a tad bit. But an unbelievable game. Obviously, the Dolphins come back. Um, I, I they get the touchdown to Tua. I not to Tua to Hill. I believe to make it 35-28. Baltimore goes for it on a fourth down. I believe. Yeah, QB sneak on. Which I I don't agree with. Obviously, the momentum is in Miami is with Miami. So you're kind of thinking, okay, we get the fourth down. We stop the momentum. But if you get stopped, then you're giving them a short field, which obviously you did. They go down, score the touchdown again. That was Hill for the second time again, right? No, I think this was it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was another deep ball to Hill, I think. Which by the way, I, I simply don't understand. There's some things I don't understand in the NFL. 
Yeah. How do you let Tyreek Hill get behind you on defense? Yeah. Like that first touchdown he had, I, I kind of understand. Like they were behind him, but like they were close to him. Right. The second one, the man walked in the end zone. Yeah, ten yard separation. Like at the start of his route, like it was insane. So they end up tying the game. Uh, then Baltimore drove down and uh, kicked a field goal. Yeah, but I feel like that was a very weird drive too, because when they got across midfield, like. It was like, okay, they're going to try to take off as much time as they want. Justin Tucker is going to nail a field goal. Just defense got to stop him. But then they threw it twice. Like, I was like, why are you – if you're settling for a field goal, milk the clock. Like, what are you doing throwing the ball into the end zone, you know, when you have Justin Tucker? You know, and, he, and here's the thing, too. Like, I'm looking at the fourth quarter drives right now. Um, shout out to NFL.com. Start of the fourth quarter – Ravens only possessed the ball three minutes on their first drive. They they um, the drive ends on downs on on, on obviously on the, on the fourth play. Oh Jesus Christ! Fourth down play. Then Dolphins score right away. A minute and twenty four seconds was their drive, uh, and they ended up scoring on that forty eight yard touchdown to Tyreek. Then the Ravens punt, but that drive only took a minute and a second off the clock. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins come back, scoring a minute 27. That was the 60-yarder to Tyreek Hill. And then once again, Ravens' three-minute drive, which is better, end up with a 51-yard field goal from Tucker. And then the Dolphins come down, eight plays, two minutes and four seconds, starting at their own 32. Then they get the touchdown pass to, uh, to Waddle. And, man, was that game something. Like, that is unbelievable. What do you think about it? Well, one more thing before I love my thoughts on the whole game. Did you see the Hail Mary at the very end? No, I didn't. So Lamar threw it up and it, it reached the oh, end. Oh, yes, the Hail Mary at the end at the end of the game, yes. I, I thought that was that – Actually, before you continue, one thing that I forgot I should have mentioned. Well, actually, you know, you didn't even ask me how I was doing today, so that's probably why I didn't mention it. <laughs> my bad, my bad. That's Bro. Bad. My my Sunday ticket, I don't know if you saw Twitter during Sunday. Mm-hmm. Done. Sunday ticket, first quarter worked fine. Probably t- from the 12-minute mark until, like, I don't know, the 10-minute mark of the third quarter, Sunday <laughs> ticket was down. Missed everything. The only crazy. thing I was watching was the Panther-Giant game. That's the only thing DirecTV is alive for still. Is Literally, the only Sunday reason DirecTV is relevant is for Sunday Ticket, and it didn't work for half of the day yesterday. I was fuming. Yeah, that's crazy. Of course, Because, of course, you know, if nothing happens, maybe I'm not that mad. The, the Nelson Aguilar Moss touchdown, didn't even see it. Saw it on Twitter. Uh, you know, obviously uh, the, the Dolphins and, and Ravens didn't see it. I had the Saints Buck game on. Barely, I saw, you know, from then on, I missed the fight. All that, just eh, unbelievable. But anyway, continue. Sorry, I had to. I had to get the anger out. What's going on? That's good. Uh, but that that hail mary, from my eyes, I thought it was pass interference. I thought there should have been an untimed down. Like the ball got there and Bateman was coming back for it, and I don't know who the DB was, but he kind of held him back a little bit. So I thought I thought there should have been an untimed down on the goal line. I don't exactly disagree with you, but I feel like a hail mary at the end of the game 
it has to be like the worst pass interference you've ever seen. Like that, Jimmy like you Garrett. have to tackle somebody just, in the yes, like you have throw. to tackle somebody, push somebody, drop kick them, mm-hmm. or, or something in the end zone for them to actually call it. Because I feel like that has ne- like it never gets called. Because let me tell you something, Josh, that Eagle Patriots Super Bowl to this day it was it was pass interference on Gronk. Yeah, I thought it was too. I thought that one for sure was too. But that's what I'm saying. Like the Hail Mary, like at the end of the game like that, like Baltimore did its job and got into a point where Lamar, because Lamar, I mean, he he looked really good yesterday, but his arm strength isn't, you know, all the way up there. Yeah. He can probably, you know, it's not Stafford, Josh Allen, Herbert, Mahomes. But he got it there. Like he got it to the goal line and Bateman was coming back for it and got held. So I just thought, you know, I thought it was pretty obvious to me and there was a ref right there. I don't know. I thought there should have been none time down, but also, did you see that there's a video on Twitter of like it's like reversed and two was right handed? Yes. Looks so clean. Why does it look so clean flipped? I feel like it's because we're just so used to right handed quarterbacks. Like how (laughs) many it's like a completely different motion. Like besides two, who's a lefty quarterback? Um I don't know. Do we have a lefty in the league right now? (laughs) I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. No, and I mean, even in like NFL history, it's like him, Steve Young. There's got to be Vic more. Vic was lefties. a lefty, right? Who? Vic. Yeah, Vic was a lefty. Like, there's just not a lot. Yeah, there isn't really a lot of lefties. I guess I never really thought of that. But I don't know. Now I'm trying to think really hard to face. I, don't, I think who might be the only one. In that division, there's no other lefties. No one in the north. Yeah, only one active left-handed quarterback, and it's Tua. I just looked it up. That's kind of crazy. I thought there were more. Well, actually, this does say 2021, but, I mean, everybody's the same. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think any of the rookies were left. Yeah, we haven't had any change, so. It's kind of crazy. I mean, for the game itself – uh I had Ravens money line. That was one of the one of the few bets I lost that week. I found. I mean, honestly, like I, I switched games. I went back to watch the Carolina game when it was thirty five fourteen. I was like, yeah, Baltimore's got it locked up. Uh, but then you know they came back and won it. And like you were saying earlier, that's secondary. I just don't know how you allow that much separation. I mean, they drafted Kyle Hamilton, which a lot of people did not like because he's. I mean, like it works for Isaiah Simmons because he's a freak athlete and he can play safety and linebacker and you know, go head up on Darren Waller for four quarters. But Kyle Hamilton, he's so he just looks so slow out there. Like, as a safety, the guy that's supposed to protect you from deep ball to Tyreek. Did he get hurt yesterday? No, I don't think so. I, he was I, know somebody, I thought somebody in that secondary got injured yesterday. Marcus Williams did. Marcus Williams. Okay, it was, okay, it was Marcus Williams. Okay. Yeah. But there were, I mean, that secondary, it's, it's banged up a little bit, but you still got Marcus Peters back there. Like, he – he should be able to stick with guys, and you know Marlon Humphrey. I think he he might have played. I can't remember if he. Did I think that I, wasn't that Peter's first game back. Yeah, and like you know, I mean he's he's had a lot. I, mean, of time. I guess I'll give him that then. First game back, you're going up against Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Talk yeah. about a tough life. Yeah, that's not this isn't the MLB. Part. You get a nice rehab assignment against some <laughs> twenty year old kid. No, nope, all this you got thrown back into the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a tough way to come back, but. I don't know that like you were pointing out the drive time for for Baltimore. Like when you see after they get it 21 35, you're like, all right, let's try to take a little bit more time off the clock. 
And then when they get it 28-35, it's like, all right, now we really should make a drive out of this, get some points on the board, and it's a three and out. Like, you yeah. know, that, that just can't happen, especially with, I mean, Lamar had a hell of a day. He was damn, he had a perfect passer rating, like, in the first half and started the third and I everything. he had a perfect passer rating overall. He finished with a perfect passer rating? I, I, I thought so. I thought I saw somebody say that. The only mistake I really saw him make is he should have had a pick six. He threw it right to Xavier Howard. And I did see that, yeah. That was that was a walk-in. That pick. one, and I people are – People are giving the the receiver who dropped it some slack. I guess he's a a rookie. That pass over the middle, uh, late in the game, I want. I think it was on the. Th- I think it was on third down. And yes, it was on. It was on third down. I think it was the drive that they punted in, in the fourth quarter. He had a pass over the middle to some rookie wide receiver. I want to say it is, and it was a little high and behind. It was kind of like one of these. Okay, got, I do. I do remember that. Yeah, play. got both hands on the ball. And a lot of people are saying he should have caught it, but I mean, he was wide open, like yeah. wide. And I guess you look back on it, it doesn't really matter because there was a holding call on yeah. the play anyway. But like, it's the little things like that that like maybe okay, I just completed a pass, get me in, get me into a rhythm. But yeah, yeah, I just felt like they were being too complacent and like just being like they're not going to come back. Like we have three touchdown lead, it's not going to happen, and wound up happening. And that last drive by the Dolphins. I mean, it just looked too easy again. Like the one time where it's like, all right, we can't let them get in field goal range. That then they decided to cover deep, but they were given underneath routes to Jalen Wall and Tyreek. Like they're still very fast. They're going to pick up a lot of yards very quickly, uh, and that's just what happened. And you know, then Jalen Waddle makes an amazing catch in the end zone, and yeah, two has got six touchdowns, and and that's it. I, I mean, Mike McDaniel's got to be in heaven right now, bro. It's going exactly what he wanted it to be. <laughs> Imagine first two wins in the NFL, Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh. Yeah, like it doesn't really get better. That's – boy, go beat, go beat Mike Tomlin in week three or something. Yeah, I don't even know. Andy Reid and Mike Tomlin and you got them all. <laughs> you got them. Imagine? Who are they playing? This? Oh, the, listen, if they beat the Bills next week. That's going to be a game. That's going to be a game. We're starting, That's yeah. a secondary that, that plays smart and, like, doesn't let stuff get behind them, so – that, that is going to be a game. Like I said, we're going to get into our, our picks later, but that might be one of my favorite games of the week. Oh, yeah. And we're not even talking about it yet. What do you think this does for two of them? I think it's – I mean, I saw someone on Twitter. They said there were like six touchdowns and none of them were impressive. Like, what does the guy got to do? It's six t- – you want all of them to be jump balls and forced passes? Like, they don't all – if they're easy, you get them. We've – and I, I – it's hard for me to say this because I guess I almost am part of the problem that, like, we're so into the, like, can you see what Josh Allen is doing? Right. And do you right. see what Mahomes is doing? And and Hurt, which, by the way, this game isn't even on, on here, and we'll, we'll, we're going to have to talk to it in the headlines. Herbert is an animal. I cannot – I don't know how we finished that game. First no. of all, third down, man goes to run for the – Run for the first down. Has to throw it away because he's in so much pain. The literal next play threw a thirty-yard <laughs> dart yeah. in absolute. It looked like it was ninety-five. Like if this is baseball, he threw a one-on-one and painted the corner of the plate. I mean, only where the wide receiver could have caught it. An unbelievable throw. So, like, we're so used to those quarterbacks that, like. You don't appreciate like yeah, the, like the other no, things. Nobody is a la- and and it's always a negative thing too. Like nobody can be a game manager anymore. 
Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not allowed. You like, have to be a franchise. And like I said, I am definitely part of that problem because, like I said before the year, like I don't, I've never really believed in Tua. I've never really. Bills take the lead, by the way, on a nice. I, I want to say that might have been a fullback screen, honestly, because yeah. I don't know who the hell number forty-one is. I'll tell you that. Reggie Gilman, yeah, gotta be a fullback. <laughs> um, but like we we don't really. Or I should say me at least. Like I've never really been a two guy. I've never really yeah, Gino. Gino, Gino two a second place MVP next to Gino. Gino was in first place, but after that game, not not yeah, nah. I saw I saw something on Twitter that was like, You think Gino's writing back to those haters yet? Because you remember <laughs> his his week one press conference, he said they were writing me off and I didn't answer him or something like that. So he didn't write back. Yeah, he said I didn't write back. Somebody said, You think he's writing them back yet? But <laughs> And like Jimmy G and I, really, I've never really been a, been a big fan of. But like, hey, winning in the NFL keeps you around a really long time. Cooper Rush that, can stay with a job now. Yeah, stay Cooper. With a job. Listen, Cooper Rush will keep a job. Taylor Heineke will always have a job. Joe Flacco can play until he wants to. Like, it's yep. gonna be like that. Joe Flacco. I mean, bro, how long did Josh McCowan have a job? Yeah, for and he got that too. not even because he was winning. He was just with so many teams that it was like, oh, I mean. First of all, we might be able to get something from him because he's been with 95 teams and he knows how to watch film. He's been in the league for 35 years, might as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the the thing with two of that. It's like we, we want to see, like, what, what do you mean he can't throw the ball 80 yards down the field into a perfect spot to Tyreek like, like Mahomes could? Or, you know, he can't run over people like Josh Allen can. It, it's the stuff like that. And I think – and I, and I said this last night in the chat, in the unwrapped chat. I think no matter what Tua does this year, I don't sign him, though. And I don't mean let him go. I'm franchising him. Yeah. yeah because I think, that's yeah. what – I need more than one good year from you, brother. Yeah. I, need, I need more than one good year from Tua to be like, okay, I guess I'm going to – because I don't think – I think even if he has a good year this year and the next year, I still don't think he can walk into the Dolphins and be like, yeah, give me $45 million like Mahomes and Allen. Like, I don't think he can do that. I, I kind of think he does have a bit of leverage because aren't they – didn't they sell the farm? Don't they have not have a lot of first-round picks anymore for Tyreek? Yeah, probably. So, I mean, your I options are – I don't know what they had to give up for Tyreek. I think it, it wasn't a crazy amount because he was leaving kind of type thing. It wasn't like, oh, we want to go out and get him, kind of. But, I mean, if they don't have picks by the time to his contract up, he's got the leverage. Like, you got this talented-ass team. You got two great receivers. I've been good with them. So it's me or you go and take a shot on someone else when I've proven I'm good. So I think he does have a bit of leverage. Maybe not on film and stats-wise because if he continues to play like this, like he's not going to have 469, six touchdowns every week. But if he continues to play good or decent and they become a playoff team, I think he's got a little bit of leverage to to be like, hey, I want to be here. And it's also Mike McDaniel loves the guy. Like he really believes into it and thinks he can be a guy. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I don't expect he's not going to get, you know, Mahomes bag, a Josh Allen. I'm looking looking at the Dolphins draft picks because they they should have had a, a 2023 first round pick. From the 49ers, still from that Trey Lance deal, but it got forfeited because of the Brady thing. Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. have a second round pick. Um, and they also had to 
They also had to give up a 2024 third. Then you go to 2024. Josh, they only have a third-round pick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't have options at quarterback, really, outside of Tua, unless you want to go get Jimmy. You know, you want you want Baker, you want Sam Darnold. Like, those are your options, or you stick with Tua, who's, so far, it's working. So, I, th- I, I think they'll so get what it. would you do after this year, though? You, you Would you franchise him, or would you sign him? Uh, depends on the deal he wants, you know, because I don't think – I mean, obviously his agents and the team around him is going to be like, hey, you could ask for 280. Like, you could get 280. He's not going to get 280. He's not worth that. So, I mean, if he, you know, suddenly is like, hey, I'll settle for, you know, a team-friendly deal. Let's keep building this team. Let's be good. Because he could be like that. We don't know. We've never seen him in a contract negotiation. He could take a team-friendly deal. Uh, and if he does that, yeah, I give it to him. If he wants that crazy contract, then I'll franchise him, prove it again, make me give you that deal. I think I'd franchise him no matter what and then say, listen, if you do it again, we can talk, and, and I give you my word that it'll be a pretty nice contract offer. That's that's what I think what I would do just because I just don't think you can invest that much money into a quarterback without actually knowing what they are. Yeah. And, and then you get into that whole conversation of is it the people around you or is it the quarterback actually doing it? Like we've always said, I think Jimmy's more of a, you know, hey, guys, I'm glad to be here type of yeah. quarterback. And I th- and I mainly think that, though, because they're such a run-heavy team. Like, I, I feel like they win games because of the run, and then, like, he makes two good passes in the fourth quarter to, to George Kittle for six yards, and they win the game. Like, if- it was Will and Dylan. Like, it's very weird because San Francisco's been plagued with running back injuries. Since I've never seen anything like it in my life. Like every every single running back that goes there, whoever their first string running back is, never look at them. Yeah. Because they're going to get hurt a game in. Yeah, go third string. Go go with their third string. Well, not even that. I, I picked – so most of got hurt. I pick up Jeff Wilson Jr. <laughs> and now – so because he was going to be the starter. And then I guess their third string, like some rookie they drafted, he's out because he has a high ankle sprain. Yeah. So yeah. right now, I apparently I picked the right person as of right now. <laughs> it's crazy though, like because they they are so run heavy, but the you know rotation they have back there it shouldn't be that way. And Jimmy, I mean, when he came in this this week, we'll talk about everything that happened in that game, obviously. But when he came in, he was wheeling and dealing. I mean, he was he was making plays out there. He looked nice. And so, I, mean, I mean, guess when you got an absolute mammoth of a man like Trent Williams, yeah, <laughs> running the ball really isn't that bad of an idea. That's true. Um, but yeah, I think I franchise to make him prove it again, and then if he if he does it again, then be like, all right, listen, we can talk contract now. You had two good years, um, but I, I like he needs to really show it. Like, obviously, I think he's got over seven hundred passing yards and and what eight touchdowns, two interceptions in the first or, or seven touchdowns, two interceptions in the first um, two games. So off to a pretty solid start. I said at the beginning of the year, I want him at like. Like the 30, 35 range. Who's, you know, less- who's getting paid? Like, because obviously there's the Mahomes, there's Josh Allen, Allen Rogers, Brady. Well, not. I mean, Brady. Herbert's about to get paid. But who's like the middle tier? Like, Kirk Cousins got a bag, so he's up there See, money wise. The, tr- the tricky like, is what's Tannehill? What's, what's Tannehill's money at? Um, I can look. See, because like the tricky part is. Quarterbacks sign these contracts, and we're all like, oh, my God, I can't believe somebody would give them that much, or I can't believe they signed for this much. 
And then three years later, they're like the eighth highest paid quarterback because all the young guns come up and they just reset the market every time. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Tua is going to be a guy like, hey, this, like, Mahomes has the argument, like, this team goes because of me. Josh Allen has that argument. Aaron Rodgers obviously had the argument. Tua is not going to have that argument. So, I mean, so I think this is the highest paid quarterbacks by 2022 salary. Guaranteed money and total contract value. And it is Rodgers, Wilson, Murray, Watson, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Carr, Dak, Stafford, Kirk. That's the top ten. So, I mean, if – is it crazy if, you know, Dak has now had two season-ending injuries basically and, you know, Kirk Cousins who – yeah, he'll get you a little further. He'll be accurate. I don't think it's too crazy to say Tua deserve. If he has a good year, he could get that same amount of money. I guess the only thing both of them can say is I have a playoff win. But if what if what if Tua gets that this year? No, that's that's fair. It's fair. I just it scares me paying a quarterback after one season. Yeah, I mean because because you have what three previous seasons where he hasn't really. But can I mean, that, is that really his fault totally? Year. Is that all on him though? Like, could, the team has to take some blame for that. You brought in Fitzpatrick. They, he didn't. He didn't ask for Fitzpatrick. Yeah, but I mean, that wasn't that his second season, and he didn't beat him out. He's barely. Play, I mean, what he started most like all the last year, and I mean they weren't terrible. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think you give him all that money. I think franchise tag is probably the way, but. I, I don't expect him to be going in there wanting the biggest bag ever. Yeah, I mean, it'll listen, it's an interesting thing of what they do because obviously you can always go wrong paying a quarterback, but, I mean, it can go real wrong if you pay the wrong quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time we saw – like, obviously guys like Jamarcus Russell is probably the best example of paying too early. Who else has been like that? Man, I mean, didn't the Eagles give Wentz an extension? Yeah, Goff got a bag. Goff got a bag. Uh, I mean, Sam Bradford robbed three different teams. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess – yeah, I guess in current stance there isn't that many besides, like you said, Wentz, probably Goff. But – Goff looked like a dog yesterday, too. I love the Lions. So good. I so absolutely, I, I love them. Absolutely so love them. Um, all right, let's move on, though, to, <laughs> to another absolutely insane game. That would be the Cardinals and the Raiders. Listen, this was another one that you turned it off. Yeah. Like, I, I understand at one point, like, it wasn't as bad as, as the Dolphins-Ravens game was. But it was 20 nothing in the third quarter. Yeah. It was 20 nothing Vegas. Arizona didn't do anything. Could not move the ball. Could in the first half. The like, it was it was genuinely, like, concerning how bad they were. Like, they were absolutely terrible. They um, benched their first and second string running backs because they were that bad. Sat Ky- both Kyler threw an interception. Right before the half, too. They couldn't move the ball. I mean, it was it was bad, it mm. was real bad, I, and I mean, in the first half, you got 
You got Adams scoring a touchdown. You got Wall, uh, Waller scored a touchdown. Obviously, you, you got a field. You got a couple field goals. And then the second half, it was, it was like I said, and what I think for the Titans tonight is it was like that. We're still here. Like we were sticking around. Like yeah, it was twenty nothing. But I mean, that's you know we've seen worse. And all of a sudden it was twenty seven going into the fourth quarter. And you're like yeah, you know that's not it's not impossible. I guess I still don't think they'll come back. And then all of a sudden, you're what was it? They were yeah they had to have been down sixteen mm-hmm. because they had to go for the extra the two point conversion twice. You know, the third quarter starts. They go on a, a 13-play, five-minute drive, 94 yards. Yeah. 94 yards. And score the touchdown. Kyler gets a two-point conversion. I believe that – I think it was the first two-point conversion that lasted about, I don't know, 35 minutes. If he read like. 80 yards on 80, that play. I think, and I think the play, in all seriousness, lasted 28 seconds. Yeah, it was which is. Unbelievable! I'll just, I'll just to run it into, not like a, a pass someone broke open, like he just ran it in, like Kyler does. Yeah, I mean, it was it was absolutely unbelievable. Actually, and I was wrong, by the way. That long drive was in the third quarter. That's how they opened up their scoring. Then they went the first touchdown in the fourth, fourth quarter, eleven plays, fifty nine yards, three minutes off the clock for them. Uh, that was a two point conversion that took f- absolutely forever. And then, obviously, all the way at the end of the game, they end up scoring the touchdown, getting the two-point conversion again uh, to a great pass to A.J. Green in the back of the end zone for the oh, two-point yeah. conversion. Absolutely. That, that was, they, got, they got pretty lucky that drive, too, because they went – they went, they were done on fourth down. And then what was the call? Defense? Was it pass interference or um, – I want – I think it was because I think it was still fourth and goal. Yeah, on, on the last play, and then they got they got the you know brand new set of downs because of a penalty, and then you know gets all the way to fourth down again. I think right, it got all the way to fourth down again. Yeah, they I think they did end up scoring on the fourth down because what was it? The first play was was just bad. Yeah. Then they had the play that that went off of Ertz's arm. Mm-hmm. It was just it didn't look like it was going to happen. I'll tell you that. No. And then they ended up scoring. They get the two-point conversion, which they got to delay a game on. How do you get to delay a game on a two-point conversion when you – first of all, you know you had to go for it. You were going to be down by two after the touchdown. And then you let yourself get a two – you let yourself get a, a delay a game, bring it back five yards. I thought the game was over then, and I was like, that is just absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then Kyler ends up running it in for the uh, – for the, it was for the touchdown, right? That he ran it in. He ran in for the touchdown and hit AJ Green in the back. Yeah, the which was unbelievable. Now we're in overtime, and Cardinals turn the ball over on downs. Which I mean, they they had points on the board. Hollywood just he's got to bring the yep. ball in. Beautiful hit by the safety, but you got to bring you got to catch that with your your not your arms. I mean, not your hands, your arms on that play like that because you're gonna get hit. So you got to bring that in early, and he was bobbling it and wound up getting hit and they had to punt. No, they turned it over on downs. They went for it on fourth? Yeah, that was the fourth down, I think. I thought they punted. No, yeah, that was the fourth down, the incomplete path to, to Hollywood. 
And that they had it. They they had no, it. Absolutely. I, I saw the play happen. I was like, oh wow, they, they really got that one. Yeah. And then Jerron Harmon came up, former Patriot. Um came over, absolutely bodied him. Obviously drops the ball after that. Now the Raiders have the ball. You know, starting at their at their own 37. You know, you're you're probably thinking the game might be over. I tweeted that it was. I was like that hit that hit probably won the game. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose because you pass it to Renfro. He gets down, whatever. You pass to Renfro again, fumbles the ball, thankfully. Um, I believe they're backup tight end. And they, by the way, they were in field goal range at this point. Like Hunter Renfro got them to field goal range. I think that was the last play. No, they were there. They were close. Like they were not like the line field goal range, but Carlson had a shot from where they were at. Yeah. He fumbles. They, it gets recovered by the Raiders. Like, oh, wow, they really just avoided a bullet there. Then they have an incomplete pass to, wow, Derrick Henry scored. I literally knew I should have put any time touchdown on Derrick Henry. I I knew I should have done it. I don't know what I was thinking. That's how it goes. But then if you did, Diggs probably scored first. You know, that, that's just how it goes. Well, no, I, I said anytime. I don't care about who scores first. No, like Diggs probably gets one in the first quarter, and you're like, damn, I, sh- I knew I should have gone Diggs. Well, I mean, I do have Diggs. I have Diggs, Allen, and then the Bills money line. But I was going to add Derrick Henry, and I was like, eh, maybe not. I knew I should have done that. 7-7 game, by the way. A minute, uh, five minutes, 23 left in the first quarter. Um, and that was on a fourth down play, so pretty ballsy. Um, but then you had an incomplete pass to Devontae Adams, by the way, we got to talk about. And then they passed it to, to little Hunter Renfro again on a wide receiver screen. Man fumbles the ball again. Gets be because which by the way, Isaiah Simmons, I think he what did he drop an in an in, in interception? Yeah, like, like a, the previous play. Yeah. So he's probably you know down on himself for that. Hits him, causes the fumble, recovered by Arizona, and returned for forty one yard or fifty nine yards for a game ending touchdown. I mean, absolutely incredible. Incredibly stupid by Josh McDaniels in that offense. Like, I'm pretty sure they were in – like, what yard line were they at where they were throwing it for three straight plays in overtime? Um, short pass left to Hunter Renfro on the Arizona 38. They're in field goal range. Daniel Carson has an absolute weapon as a leg. He can make that. A weapon. So, it's – like, I get first down. All right, let's see if we can get a little bit closer. You get lucky because you recover your own fumble. And then you throw it across the middle, right into the defender's chest. You're just so lucky he dropped it. So you get lucky twice in a row. And you're like, you know what? Let's go back to the guy that just fumbled the ball. And Isaiah Simmons makes a beautiful hit, puts his shoulder pad right on the ball. And, you know, Byron Murphy goes, picks it up, and and scores. So, I mean, just, just dumb play calling there. You're at the 38. Give it to Josh Jacobs. Get a couple more yards. Get Carlson on the field. Send you home with a win in the game you choked. So, I mean, it's it's just crazy that the decision-making by them at that point in the game. And then here's the other thing. Listen, I know that, you know, obviously teams are going to want to take Devontae Adams out of the game. He's one of the best wide receivers in football, probably a second. I still have Cooper Cup number one. I mean, also what he's doing again this year. I don't know. I think Justin Jefferson might be one for me right now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No. But I still got, I still give it a cup. Man's a dog. He's but 
How does he only have two catches? Yeah. I, I, I He had seven targets, so I, I guess I understand. But, like, you got to get the ball to Devontae Adams more than twice. Yeah. Two catches for 12 yards and a touchdown. And, and the worst part is one of those catches was at the one-yard line for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. So what? He had one catch the rest of the game because that was pretty early in the game too. Matt Collins was looking like he was running Devontae's routes that game. It was it was crazy. He had a lot of catches in that game. Mac five for sixty six, eight targets, yeah. hundred run from had ten targets. Uh, Waller six for fifty, a touchdown had eight targets. But I don't care what the game plan is. Devontae needs at least 10, 12 targets. Like average. Oh, yeah. like you Minimal. need to get him looks. And I mean, if you put the ball close to him and there isn't a defender. Literally on top of him, probably gonna make the catch too. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, like you said, definitely gonna need a little bit more out of him. But obviously, the the kind of the story of the off season for a little bit at least was the whole Kyler Murray thing and the addendum in the contract. And you know, before that, obviously, he took everybody, which I hate these days. He unfollowed everybody and archived everything from the Cardinals on Instagram. Gets the new contract finally. Then we find out there's an addendum because it seems like he doesn't watch any film. Everybody clowns him and them for it. Take it out of the contract now because, oh, we didn't send the message that we were thinking, blah, blah, blah. It looks like they're going to go to an 0-2 start. Looks like Kyler was not going to be, you know, playing very well because I think up to the point where he had the touchdown, you know, he was – he didn't even have a touchdown and one interception in the game, so obviously things aren't looking very good for him. Wow, Stephon Diggs is very good at football. Um, touchdown? But, no, just, I mean, defender I was literally piggybacking him. Oh, they're calling it an incomplete pass, but, I mean, it's going to be pass interference anyway, but still a dog. Uh, what was I saying? Something about Kyler's. Oh, yeah. And, I mean – does this does this shut them up? You think? What do you think the effect for? I mean, I guess it won't really ever shut up haters or, or doubters of yeah. him because no matter what he does, there's people that are going to say, "Oh, well, he can't do this. He's too small. He can't do that." But you think that this, you know, silences them for a little at least? I think it. I think what this does is it's becoming more and more reality that if Kyler Murray wasn't on this team and did request a trade and didn't play for them. They're I mean, battling us in Atlanta for Bryce Young and CJ. It would be Stroud. so bad. Awful. Because when they try to run an offense, they go scoreless the first half. And then when they're like, all right, Kyler, do your thing, they come back and win the game. Like, that's how much he means to this team. That's why he got the bag. Uh, so for me, I think it's I think more people are gonna start realizing that that this offense is dog shit, whether D Hop is there or not without Kyler. So like you said, the haters are never gonna shut up. Same thing with two dude through six touchdowns. They're like, yeah, but which one was impressive? Like, that's just you can't win with with these haters. So, uh, people are you know if they lose next week, they're gonna bring up like, oh, it's double XP weekend. So Kyler wasn't wasn't really ready. So I mean, it's always gonna be there. But for me, I think it's I think it really helps his case. Like, hey, this team goes as Kyler goes. He can single handedly win you games. You know, running eighty yards on a two point conversion. So. The haters will never shut up, but this helps them out a lot. Yeah, like there's there's two quarterbacks that can make the play that he made on that two-point conversion. It's him and Lamar. Like, Josh Allen's mobile. He can't do that. Herbert is mobile, can't do that. Mahomes is mobile, can't do that. Like, it is literally him and Lamar that would have been able to do that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I, you know, you watch this team play, and even with Kyler, they're, they, they're all right. 
And I guess it's, I guess, I, I mean, they are missing Hopkins, which, you know, you, you don't think of a wide receiver really meaning that much. Like, obviously, they're important. But you look at the team, like, they go from scoring, like, 26.8 points per game to, like, 21. Their yardage drops by, like, 30 or 50 a game. Like, he does mean a lot to them. So, I, I guess, obviously, when he comes back, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, this team without Kyler is just bad. Like, they are not very good. Yeah. So, is he going to live up to the contract? Probably never in people's eyes. But because in people's eyes, like when you get a bag like that, you got to win. You got three P. You got you got to win. Yeah, you, know, you got to win an MVP. Yeah, uh, you got to break your leg, come back the same season, so you can win mm-hmm. comeback player of the year. Like yeah. it's stuff like that that you have to do. But I, it is, uh, it would be really ugly to watch them play football if he wasn't on that team. Like yeah. really ugly. So yeah, they got no backfield. You know, you you go. James Conner is hurt every single yeah. season. Yeah, that defense. I mean, you know, Chandler Jones is gone. You know, everybody's young on that defense. They suck. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not that good for them without Kyler. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's not pretty. Listen, those were the full breakdowns, but obviously there are a lot more storylines, which is why we kind of wanted to just do those two games really focus in on. But we're going to hit the storylines across from the NFL in one second. Because, Josh, I said this before. <laughs> Not only do I want to show you my team, but I, we got to update the people on, on the fantasy team that we drafted together. So a little quick little fantasy break because, Josh, I think you'll be amazed at how many points I scored. <laughs> like, did I, I, don't, I can't remember if I told you in the pre-show. Did I tell you? You did not tell me the total points. I just know you have Tyreek. <laughs> okay. On my ESPN league, and this is my main money league that I had done with me and my boys for like four years now, how many points do you think I scored? Can I just get one other player besides Tyreek? Do you want another high-scoring player or just another player? All right. So you got a lot of guys that made a lot of plays. I Yeah. Like – like great weeks for for these guys. I had a re- I've had probably my best day in fantasy of all time. So obviously over two hundred points. Two thirteen. It is over two hundred, not quite that high. I was gonna say that'd be crazy if you were Look saying that, <laughs> Damn, two, that's a lot of points. Two hundred and four point four eight points in fantasy. Vic, what's going on? Augustus Conover. Oh, okay. Joshua, uh, king of Israelites. Is that what we're doing? Are you guys pumped as I am about Monday night? I'm watching the game right now, Vic. Oh, yeah. Bills just just, uh, went for it on fourth down, did not get it. Titans take over at about their own 35. Third and six right now. So, in the second quarter now or first? No, still the first quarter. 36 seconds left. Uh, listen, the Eagle Viking game is about to get underway. Pulling triple duty of watching both games and doing the show on right. ESPN Plus. I like that too. Is it to... really? Yeah, it's on ESPN Plus tonight. The Vikings game. Well, I know it's on ABC, so I mean, I, I still, I still have cable. So, I mean, I wish I did. Shout out my cable. parents. Um, but Josh, let me show you the squad real quick that I'm working with here. Oh yeah. That's a good-looking team right there. That, that is a very that is a very nice team. I mean, McCaffrey scores me 16, which is honestly a disappointment. And you barely got that. If he didn't have that monster run late in the fourth, 
You were not getting that many. Yeah. I mean, Carr, not very impressive. But, I, I, but I mean, you got to Aaron Jones. Dog. 30, 32 points. I, and listen, the, the worst part for my opponent is he beat, he's projected like 140. He would have beaten every other person in the league this week. Literally every other person probably beats them by 20 points this week if he didn't play me. But uh, And the, the other worst part for him, that was a Sunday night game. I was already up 70 points. Really? <laughs> I was up 70 already, and then and then Aaron Jones was like, oh, okay. Tyreek, 42 points for me. Amon Ross St. Brown, 39.4. Darren Waller, 17. Allen Robinson, 15. 49ers defense, 13. And yes, this week still plays with kickers. Shut up. Brian <laughs> uh, Suckup, baby. 10 points. So, hell of, a, hell of a day for me in fantasy. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's very impressive. Very impressive. Now let me listen. Let me go over to our team, Josh, the one that me and you drafted live on this show. We are one week one, as you see right there, one fifty seven point three to one thirteen domination. Oh yeah. Uh, we're in a we're still battling right now, but it looks like we're obviously gonna come out on top here. Ninety eight point two eight uh, at the moment, fifty four point four six for our opponent, and then we can uh, we can show the team here. Like I said, we got Justin Jefferson still left to play. Um, and that's also with Hunter Henry scoring us zero points. Yeah. Scoring us five. Steelers defense only getting us two. But we had Stafford, solid 18. Swift, a solid 16, which, by the way, that play from Swift, some, from Swift where he slipped, mm-hmm. caught the ball, got up, and scored a touchdown, unbelievable. Yeah, beast. Absolutely. Absolute demon. Then we had Aaron Jones in this league again. Josh, I told you that was a good draft pick. I tried. I told you. It was. It was very nice. Justin Jefferson tonight. Obviously, we're expecting very big things. Hollywood Brown got us a nice 12. Hunter Henry with the goose egg. Uh, Zeke, five. Like I said before, Steelers, two. Suck up, 10. Who's on our bench? Who's on our bench again? That's what I was saying. We got Pittman on the bench. So, usually, and Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, A.J. Dillon, Palmer, Henderson, so we're gonna have to make some adjustments to the starting lineup. Obviously, when Pittman's in, it's it's uh, Justin Jefferson and Pittman all the way. Mm-hmm. That flex spot is open for interpretation. Though. I mean, Allen Robinson finally, you know, week one we were like, okay, he's non-existent. He had a couple tutties. So one touchdown, I think, at four. Catches. Oh yeah, the other one, the other one, Phantom. Like there was an injury on the field, but by when they blew the whistle, Allen Robinson was already catching the ball in the end zone. So I was like, "How can you play play blow the play dead when they just scored like that?" That's not me. But I mean, yeah. Michael Thomas too. Michael Thomas. We got options. We got options. Yeah, we, yeah. So you know, maybe listen, Josh. We can set the lineup right now if you want to live on this on this here program. Uh, uh, what are the? Can we? Oh yeah, look at this. I'll just skip to week. Hold on. I'll skip to week three. Bam. We can do whatever we want. Okay. Yeah, Zeke. Let's get Zeke out of there. Yeah, well, we're getting Zeke now out of here. Who are Michael Thomas and Michael Thomas is playing your boys, the Carolina. Uh Allen Robinson's playing the, the Cardinals. I like Allen Robinson. I, I agree. I agree. If Pittman is active, we put him in there, obviously. He will I be think, he will be active, right? He was like, yeah, I, I assume he'll be. So I'm already just gonna, you know. Unless you listen, unless you want Hollywood versus the Rams. Mm, I don't know. Hollywood's too much spot. of a risk. I don't, I don't like it too much. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too big of a fan of that either. But, hey, 
there you go. That's our starting lineup. Yeah. Looking to go three and zero. Hopefully, I like our team a lot. Very good. Stafford, Swift, Jones, Jefferson, Pittman. Obviously, if he's back healthy. And listen, Josh. You know we got plenty of bench players here. Might have to make a nice trade for a tight end. Yeah, yeah. Might have to see what Waller's availability is. Hey, you know, you know, see a little something, something. So long as you didn't fall for that pick trap and oh, oh, well, Beckham Jr. No, I did not pick Odell anywhere. Not even in. Uh, I did, I did a couple leagues, just in case. Well, you know, hey, listen, dynasty leagues. So, I mean, yeah, dynasty league is a valid pick. I think in a redraft, you're pushing it slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. But let's move on from there into the storylines of the NFL. You know, quick little fancy break. We got to update the people on the team that we drafted for them. We drafted this team for our viewers. Um, but going into just an absolute crazy week in the NFL, some of the headlines, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore, not friends. Is that fair to say? Don't yeah, exactly some, some love each other. That. Some would say they are not friends. Um, <laughs> so Brady throws an incomplete pass to Scotty Miller. Was walking away. It was Lattim- What was that? It was definitely pi. Should have been a flag there. I didn't even. I honestly, like I said, I think that was when my uh, Sunday ticket was still down. That, that's why he was mad. He was yelling at the ref originally. Brady was yelling at the ref originally. And then you see, if you see the side angle though, this man Lattimore is yelling at Bruce Arians, who's mm-hmm. on the field, which kind of confuses me because he's like, isn't he like president or some weird thing of the team? Like, why are you on the sideline? I find it a little weird. Um, <laughs> He's yelling at Lattimore. Then Brady, he says something to Brady. Brady calls him a bitch. Mm-hmm. Then Lattimore pushes Fournette, also pushes Brady. Mike Evans come, comes over oh. and double double forearm to the chest of Marshawn Lattimore onto the ground. Obviously, the brawl then ensues. I wouldn't exactly say brawl. I, I actually know there were some punches. I thought I was no, that, I mean, the benches started to unload. You know, I'm not, I'm not like the biggest brawl ever, but yeah, it was there were some serious. people that not, exactly weren't happy. Mm-hmm. And then you, the, the funniest thing for me is when uh, Mike Evans is walking away talking to the referee. He goes, <laughs> That's Tom Brady, bro. What do you want me to do? Yeah, <laughs> I need me some friends like Mike Evans. It, my favorite part is that like Brady was the one that was talking a bunch of shit, and then when the brawl happened, he just like slowly walks backwards. Like, oh, yeah. Listen, you don't get involved in no brawls. Quarterback, <laughs> hell no, way too yeah, valuable. I love them protecting them though. Love that. that. That's my thing too. Like, oh, Mike Evans took a cheap shot. First of all, it wasn't a cheap shot. He's yeah. staring. He was Lattimore was staring at him. You could see he was sprinting full speed in front of him. You could see him coming. Yeah, so cheap shot. I'm not exactly sure about, but that was a double forearm right to the chest of like, don't touch my guy. Oh yeah. And listen, if I'm Mike Evans, I'd do it again. Yeah. You want to know why? Because, listen, I had a great career, if I'm Mike Evans, fantastic career. Probably a Hall of Famer, without a doubt. Yeah. In my eyes, at least. Brady won me a goddamn Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah. And Brady could win me another Super Bowl ring this year. Whenever you got time, you got a chance. Absolutely. You lay a, an eyelash on, on somebody who you think can help you win a, a Super Bowl, especially your quarterback. Yeah. It's time to, uh, you know, do a little something. Yeah. So, did result in him getting suspended one game. Mike Evans is said that he is appealing it though. I'm a little surprised though, Josh. You th- 
I'm a little surprised that Lattimore is not going to get suspended because technically, I guess Evans started it, but like, if you retaliate, you should also be suspended. And he retaliated. He tackled well, under the well, ground. not even the retaliation, but it was the talking shit to Brady that, that got him fired. Then he pushed Fournette and Brady, and then Evans came over and obviously bodied him. But like, we don't we don't give Lattimore any, you know, no nothing here. A little surprised yeah. on that one. I'm glad it was just one game too. I'm glad they weren't like, oh, you, you, we can't have that here. Three game suspension. Like now, if you're gonna even suspend them at all, just do it one game. Be fine with that. I agree. I think Lattimore should should get something. A fine, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, those. Yeah, those teams don't exactly love each other, and those games are always close. I think that was the first time in the regular season that the, that Brady had beaten, um, of the Saints, but. Yeah, it is. It is always something when Evans and Lattimore go against each other. It, there's right. literally always something. That game. That game was very, you know, ugly. No scoring really until the fourth quarter. But it was a very entertaining game. Like there were a lot of things happening. So it was, <laughs> did it was you see the Devin White interview after the game? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, you got to go back and watch it. He was like, he was talking to the reporter, and he said, "Well, yeah, like you know." What Jameis did in his last season here, you know, we we thought we had a pretty good defense, and he threw thirty interceptions, so we knew he was going to give us a couple. <laughs> that he did. That he yeah, did. he certain he certainly gave them. What, he threw, what, he threw two interceptions. Jamel Dean had two, and then there was a pick six, so he had three at least. I know. Yeah, no, I think he threw three then because he had the pick six, the one at the end of the game. And then one in the end zone too. Yeah, so you threw three interceptions. Christian, you gotta think I'm stupid if you don't think I know what that is. I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say it. Don't say but it. Anyway, by the way, speaking of New York, actually, no, you know, I'm gonna save that for my winner and loser section of the of the program. I think we got I think we got something similar there. Okay. Can I say it because I'm the New Yorker? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, I appreciate that. Um, next storyline, probably the biggest one of the day, I would say. Trey Lance, broken ankle. He is out for the season. Um, it was on a quarterback rush, and so now, of course, everybody has to come out. Why are you running your quarterback? It's the most, really, we're still doing that in 2022. Josh Allen runs – did you hear that that was Kyle Shanahan's excuse too? What? He said the Bills do it all the time. <laughs> When, when one of the reporters asked him about about running Trey Lance, he said, the Bills do it all the time, which is <laughs> a little, little, little weird. That's Good a little bit of like a, I know you are, but what am I? Like We're just trying to be the Bills, so what? <laughs> but a little, yeah, that was strange. But, yeah, I, like obviously you feel terrible for Trey Lance. Uh, I, think, I think somebody said that he started six games in the last thousand days. That's tough. So, it it's very difficult to be great at something when you don't actually do it. Yeah. And the 49ers were willing to go through this season, you know, with the learning curve of knowing he hasn't played much football, but breaks his ankle on the play. And it's like the football gods are trying to tell the 49ers to keep Jimmy G. Yeah. I, like, you, you kept Jimmy G literally because you could not trade him. You sign him to the to the extension. Everybody's like, including us, well, at least me. Let me not speak for you. I don't really remember. I was like, this is going to be a terrible idea, blah, 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 all this. And then, of course, in the second game of the season, 
in the what was it the first quarter right um yeah very very early in the game uh he trey lance ends up breaking his ankle jimmy comes in and then of course you know people are going to read into a little bit more like i saw that i saw when jimmy did we throw a touchdown pass or did he sneak one in he threw one yeah yeah he had a so he had a, a passing touchdown and of course everybody comes into the huddle and like everybody's staring at jimmy and everybody's smiling like, what did you want them to do? Obviously, they're going to smile. But, like, you know, I see people always see they really wanted Jimmy to be the quarterback. Look at how happy they are. They just scored a touchdown. Obviously, they're going to be happy. Um, but, yeah, this – what what a storyline. <laughs> what a storyline. Obviously, you didn't want the story to go this way. Um, but, Josh, what happens if they go to a Super Bowl? I don't listen. I don't think the 49ers are good enough to go to a Super Bowl. Maybe they are. They probably do have a Super Bowl roster. You know, Debo obviously. They were um, a game away last year. Not a lot changed. You're right. You're right. You know, you got Bosa over there as well. So the defense is pretty solid. Like you have you have Kittle if he you know ever decides to play. Um, but what if they go to a Super Bowl? They have probably the t- the most confusing time period ahead of them. If Jimmy plays amazing, gets them to a Super Bowl, win or lose that Super Bowl, you that'd be the craziest thing to be like, yeah, we're gonna go back to Trey Lance. Like, like that, that'd be crazy. Like that'd how crazy. how do you look the veteran <laughs> players in the eye and go, yeah, we're going back to the kid who's gonna you know might take ten or twelve games actually from to actually figure out what football is. Two like Super how Bowl do, like how do you look at Trent Williams and and you know Kittle. And, you know, by then, Nick Bosa will be in, in his, what, his third or fourth season. Like, how do you look at all of them and be like, yeah, we have this quarterback that's brought us to two Super Bowls now. <laughs> multiple cha- multiple conference championships. Yeah, multiple championship games. <laughs> oh, he's gone. <laughs> he's but, gone. you know what, we really think this Trey Lance kid can give us a chance a couple of years yeah. down the line. Like, you can't do that. We so already got what, the chance. It's already but happening. You, but what do you do? Because you, you don't know how much they gave you, up for him. You they traded up. like three first-round picks to move up for with the Dolphins to get him. You can't not play him. They're like they're like the the good version of the Panthers quarterback situation. Like it's like we're we're just gonna bring in a bunch of guys, see what happens. 49ers are like, we're gonna bring in actually two good guys and you know, go to a Super Bowl, but we still don't know who our quarterback is. Like they're the the Yo, Josh, Rick is giving me a hell of credit right now. Josh multitasking with exceptional yeah. passing and impeccable I'm podcasting. I'm glad you noticed that, Vic. I never, no one ever really notices that, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, you're a hell of a quarterback out there for the Bills. Hey, man, I'm like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm just curious. Is it like a, is it like a green screen right now? Like you're actually on the field right now, but like this background is a green screen, right? I can't. I can't reveal my secrets. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. The Fair world enough. would explode if they knew how it worked. Yeah. It's well, a Josh thing too, though. Like it's. Oh. Okay. Just Very interesting. That what? What? Very what. interesting. Um. Yeah. But obviously, you feel terrible for Trey Lance. But God, is this going to be one hell of a storyline the next season? Like, yeah. I almost pray that the 49ers go to the Super Bowl this year. I want it so bad because that's. It'd be a lot easier if they didn't trade a lot for Trey Lance. It'd be a lot easier to be like, all right, 
you know, we drafted him, but we like the guy actually that we already had. So, all right, in my head, this is how it goes. They make the playoffs, lose in the first round. Trey comes back, no problem. They make the playoffs, go to the divisional. They still – no, no, go to the championship game. think they still go to Trey, but Jimmy will actually be traded for something so it looks better. They go to the Super Bowl, lose. Same thing happens because now you can be – listen, Jimmy can't bring us to the top. He, he can get us there, but he's not the guy to get us over the hump. They win the Super Bowl. I think Trey Lance gets traded. If they win the Super Bowl and Trey Lance is the starter week one next season, that would be insane. What's up, CJ? That would be no, because because listen here, here, listen to the theory, right? What if some team absolutely loved Trey Lance? Obviously, didn't get him because the 49ers get him. But like, they're also they like maybe the Giants this year, right? Giants are off to a two and zero start. Maybe they don't get that top five draft pick to get a quarterback, but they don't believe in Daniel Jones. Do they take like a 10th overall pick maybe if they have it, pair it with like a second and a fifth and be like, hey, you're not going to get back everything you did for Trey Lance, but we'll give you something and we'll take a shot on the kid. Like that. that's also a very interesting thing. Like, like if Jimmy does play well enough and they're like, all right, we're going to stick with Jimmy, what's Trey Lance's trade value? Like you said, six games in a thousand days. What do we know he is? We don't know anything. The college tape is North Dakota State, so you can't rely on that too much. Um, God, it is. This only I swear it only happens in the NFL that storylines like this happen. It just it it is just it's the reality television oh yeah of, of sports, which is shout out CJ, who you know we just pulled up his comment. He's the one that always he's the one that gives me that idea. So but what also if like what if they lose in the first round? But Jimmy balls out like all season. He puts up like 42 in the championship game, in the playoff game, but the defense lets up like 49. Like, what if it's not, what if you can't be like, well, Jimmy can't get us there? What if he did and it was the rest of the team that did? I don't know. I still feel like they'll find the excuse of, because listen, as much as people don't like it, quarterbacks are the ones that get the wins and losses. You don't like quarterback, like, wins is a legitimate stat that the NFL has. Yeah. Do wide receivers have wins? No. <laughs> so they should get interceptions, though. At the end of the day, it'll be listen. Jimmy got us there. He played well, but couldn't get us to win. Got to move on. So, I mean, I am more more than intrigued to to find out what this 49er season turns into. Yeah. Uh, a game close to your heart, obviously. The Panthers they lose on a, on another fifty yard field goal. Graham Ganell. Man's an animal. Revenge game, actually. 52 and a 56-yarder, along with like a 32 and a 36, I want to say. Man is a man is an animal. Yeah, the first two moves that Matt Rule made when he, you know, became our head coach was cut Cam Newton and cut Graham Gano. So, you know, not exactly the the best start. Uh, Cam wasn't the greatest. He was one he's one in twenty-five when team we're one in twenty-five in the Matt Rule era when teams score more than seventeen points. So, you know, if an offense is actually kind of okay. Vic, I agree. That was a bad referee call. But, you know, this game should have won. It's very similar. You know, we had plays late. Just didn't happen. You know, CMC kind of showed up late. Uh, just 
just didn't get it done really. So it's it's a very tough tough situation. Oh and two start. You know we're in that Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud battle now. Uh, the seat, yeah, the season's dead for sure. Those playoff <laughs> hopes that you know maybe Baker can be him and get us there. That's dead. All of it. Because uh, you know we got those are probably two. Yeah, because the Lions are good. So that that was two of our easiest three games. I think Seattle is probably our next easiest game, but they're probably better than us too. Uh, so yeah, we are in a very bad spot. Uh, the defense is Brian Burns played. I really like what Brian Burns did this game, but the rest of that defense is not showing up how how you'd want it to be. But you know, where the, there is an upside, we are just one game closer from Matt Rule going back to college. So. Hey, One game closer to that. You are not wrong. Not yeah, a lot to say in the game, though. I, I hated it. It was it was pain watching it. We fumbled the opening kickoff, and then yes, Robert you did. fumbled our first drive. So you know, you start off with two fumbles. That's not an ideal start. And no. you know, back to back, sixty or fifty plus game winning kicks. You know, one of those coming from our former kicker, and we've gone through like five other kickers now since him. So and he's been nothing but a dog for the Giants. Not not a not a fun Sunday. Not a, let's just say I turned on red zone pretty early. Some would say it's not what you want. Yeah, that that I would categorize that. Oh yeah. It, it just doesn't make that much sense. Like their roster is not even bad. But but is it? not, it's not that bad. But when you look at it, there's nothing other than like take away CMC. There's nothing that's like, oh, they got that. Like there's none of that. There's none of that anywhere. Not even DJ. I don't know. I I can't seem to find DJ. I don't know what the hell he went. He set up for a touchdown and then left again. I don't know what the fuck's going on with you know Ben McAdoo and I don't know what his offensive play calling is. It's oh man, a whole lot of let's sling it three yards to the sideline every play. Then Icky, I mean Jesus, bro, six overall pick. Can we block somebody? I mean, yeah, that yeah, it was it was a little rough. Getting beat by a corner. You're letting a corner get a sack that basically ended the game. A corner. Like what Once are we again, doing? Not what you want. No, it is not fun. It is not fun. Um, what well, was fun? Joe Flacco and the Jets with a nice comeback. I believe the previous what two thousand something games that teams were down thirteen. With two minutes left in the game, they had all lost. Of course, the last team to blow a game like that was the Browns in uh, in 2001. So, of course, it, it makes sense that, that the Browns did it. But what – like, I don't even know what to say about it because that was another game where you're like, okay, especially after Chubb scored that touchdown. Yeah. And I guess – I mean, I, I, yeah, I hate I that. I, I hate that people are even saying that, though. Yes. Like, wh- how are you giving Chubb, like, a problem for scoring a touchdown? He made the game, what, 30 to. It was 30 to set, 30 to 14? Something, something crazy. 30 to 20, something. I don't know. Well, because they ended up winning by one. So. And they scored two touchdowns in the last under two minutes. Yeah. So that made it – I don't know. They got to 30. They were up 50. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? It yeah. doesn't matter. Math. They, they got to 30. What's your – Juan Chubbs, by the way, third rushing touchdown of the game. The man is an absolute animal. Crazy to say a team lost because they scored. 
crazy, crazy to assume that. But like, first of all, Kareem Hunt, if he he gets tackled out of bounds on one of the plays, stops the clock. Then Chubb scores, which I don't even have a problem with. What I have a problem with is how were you up 13? Which, by the way, everything had to go wrong for them because they scored a touchdown. York, who just made like a 95 a yard field goal. when he scores too, like a minute 51 on the clock when he scores. Yeah, and then you, and then what? What? Who's their kicker's name? York or something like that? Yeah, rookie Cade York, game winner against us. Game winner, who you know, good from 68. Misses an extra point. Yeah, good from 68, though. <laughs> Missed the extra point. So now they're only up 13 instead of the 14. Jets go down. Blown coverage. Corey Davis walked into the end zone. How do you let that happen? You, At that point, I'm playing prevent. That's Denzel Ward, too. That was Denzel Ward's name. Like... Like you got to start playing like prevent defense at that point and make sure that that doesn't happen. And then who in their right mind even gets onside kicks anymore? They changed the rule. So it's basically impossible to get an onside kick. And all of a sudden the Jets get an onside kick, go down the field. Garrett Wilson scores a second touchdown of the game, which by the way, Garrett Wilson dog. Don't I go on the money? Like that was a perfectly timed, perfectly placed pass to in between three guys. It was beautiful. I mean, crazy comeback. Like you said, that onside kick, you have Amari Cooper there who's supposed to recover that. He's right in the vicinity. He he dives out of bounds, just completely misses the ball, you know, and then you let him drive down the field. It's insanity. Only Cleveland. Only Cleveland. No. What's that elf in the middle of the field? What's his name? Brownie? Yeah, Brownie, the Brownie gotta go, gotta go. I was watching, I was watching Pat tonight. Which, by the way, moved into the Superdome today or the Thunderdome. Yeah, nice, nice place, real nice. Well, some audio issues today, to say yeah. the least. Yeah, very crunchy. Zito figure it out. Zito. Yeah, you know, listen, I got nothing but faith in Pat. Yeah, Pat, if you ever want to come on the show, you know, you ever see a clip of this, and you know, yeah, more than welcome, anytime you want, anytime. Um, but. I, I literally could not believe it happened. It, that was another game where it's it's over. Okay, flip to the next game, and then they somehow ended up winning. Unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Um, Vic said, "Okay, guys, I have to ask this question because I'm hearing a lot around the break room. If Dan Marino left Miami at the end of his career for a better staff team, would he have a Matt Stafford? Run? Absolutely, absolutely. Of course, Dan Marino was a dog. I mean, obviously, it would depend on like if he got to go to a similar roster." To how stacked the Rams are, I don't know. Back then, who would that have been? I mean, you're probably well, like the towards the end Taylor of his career. That's probably when, like the now the Lawrence Cowboys Taylor were in the, the mid '90s. I think he retired in like when did he retire? Was Lawrence Taylor in the league then? Like if he went to yeah, I believe. Let me see. Dan Marino retired in exactly. Playing career in '99, so I mean, I guess if somehow in the middle of his career, like in '96 or something, they were just like, "All right, Troy Aikman, yeah. we don't like you anymore." If Troy Aikman was Jared Goff level, like yeah, like if he, yeah, I mean, yeah, if he, I think I would he was. Say Dan, so, Marino Dan Marino is, you know, for people that got to watch him, they think he's the best to ever do it. Just doesn't have the accolades because he never got a ring. 
So I think he won the Super Bowl like his second year. Everybody was like, oh, this dude's winning multiple. Never went back. Never went back. I don't even know if he made it to a championship game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he did. It's very difficult. Yeah. That whole, you know, Tom Brady will never be, uh, you know, never again. Uh, Speaking of Tom, his former team, my team, New England Patriots, picked up a nice win in Pittsburgh. Ugly game. I mean, ugly. Just, yeah, spin on that one. Don't even really like to watch it. You only watch it if you're a fan. the Steelers' offense is terrible. I mean, it is just absolutely awful to watch. Their offensive line is terrible. They cannot run the ball. You think um, we're getting close to Kenny Pickett time? No, I don't. Really? Really? And the only reason is because it's Mike Tomlin. You and really look at Mike Tomlin, who's never had a season below 500, and yeah. be like, listen, we need you to start doing this. Like, you trust Mike Tomlin that. I think, like, listen, don't get me wrong. If all of a sudden they're – one in six or like one in four. All right. Maybe, you know, a little shot in the arm of Kenny Pickett, but they're one in one. Mitch, Mitch isn't playing good, but he's not selling them. Like, no, absolutely not. And also even before that, the Steelers were 0 and four when TJ Watt didn't play. So now they're just 0 and five. Yeah. So, I mean, he's obviously a very big part of that team. Um, But I mean, just looking at the game, Pagers go down. They looked pretty good on – I feel like that's their thing. They kind of look pretty good on the opening drive when everything is scripted. But then after that, it gets a little eh. – uh, they kick the field goal. Uh, Max throws a stupid interception in the middle of the field, double covered uh, to make – like, I don't know what the thing with Mac all of a sudden is that he likes throwing jump balls. We do not yeah. have jump ball wide receivers. Like, I guess that's what they think Devontae Parker is. No. Like, I, no, Stop. Like, even the touchdown to Aguilar was a jump ball. Aguilar just ended up mossing uh, the cornerback. Yeah. Aguilar finally did something useful for us. I think he had over, like, 100 yards, uh, had that touchdown. Uh, Steelers made a, a game late, and, the, you know, the Pats ended up escaping with a 17-14 win. So, years, okay. She good? Yeah. Listen, after the, uh, after the game, he said, and I quote, look at me, dog, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear like, ah, a little sore, I'll be all right. Pretty funny exchange on Twitter, too. Mike, I want to say it's Mike Reese, who's the Patriot Beat reporter, tweeted out that quote and spelt it D-O-G, you know, dog. And and Damien quote tweeted it, and he said, he said, come on, Mike, we got to get you some swag. It's dog, D-A-W-G. <laughs> and, and Mike Reese tweeted back, he was like, I need all the help I can get. So pretty funny exchange over there uh, for them. But, yeah, Pat's nice win. Uh, obviously better than Star now and 2 like some teams have. I, I, saw this on, I saw this on Pat today as well. I think you have a have like a 63% chance to make the playoffs starting out, out or 2-0. You have like a 48% chance starting out 1-1. One and, one. and then 0-2, it's like 11. Jeez. So it is quite the the drop off from one to one to one on all of those. Um, but do you yeah. see how many zero and two teams are there? Atlanta, us, uh, the Bengals, the Bengals. You see us or Atlanta going zero and seventeen? You see that happen to anybody this year? I don't think. I, I, listen, well, actually, I don't think Atlanta's happen. good. That can't I don't, happen because we play each other twice. 
Oh, yeah, that is true. I mean, I just don't think any – like that Browns roster that year and that Lions roster that other year, like you could tell. They, they literally just didn't have players. Like yeah. I feel like there's too much talent on both sides that they would really go 0-17. Like yeah. there's no way you lose 17 games with Baker and CMC and DJ Moore. And even with Mariota, like I'm not the biggest fan, but like you're you're telling me there's like listen, they kept that game with the Rams competitive at the yeah. end. They almost came back and won that game. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, even week one, who they play week one? New Orleans. Um, they lost on uh Yeah, and they should have yeah. won that game. Yeah. They choked the lead, which you know they tend to do. Um also, Josh, did you see that the ball that Matt Ryan had? When he passed for his yeah. fifty thousand yard, it was the yeah. two hundred. It was two eighty three. Like he can't tough. get away from it. Could you imagine they're presenting that to him? Like, here's the ball. He's like, oh my god, thanks. What the fuck? Like, it's like, some sick joke. Like that just doesn't happen. Like, I don't understand how that's possible. Yeah. That's um, another thing I don't understand: Colts lose their eighth straight game in Jacksonville. Not only did you lose the game, you got embarrassed. You know the last time they got shut out. Nothing. You know, last time they got shut out. I don't. Against Jacksonville. That's in Jacksonville. Twenty seventeen, I believe. So that's like that's just tough. I mean, that game was so ugly. So ugly. They could not move the ball. Obviously, you know, Shaq Leonard was out, Pittman was out, you know, there Kenny Moore, I'm pretty sure, was out too. You know what I don't understand though? Hmm. Like I understand all those things that you just said. But the thing that absolutely blows my mind, and if I could find the exact number right now as I stall while I'm looking it up, um, I need to figure out in what world really there's no stats available for this game. Come on, well, NFL. I know uh, you're talking about Jonathan Taylor. What did he get, like five rush attempts? At, through, I think, three quarters, like midway through the third, he had six carries for nine yards. <laughs> six carries for nine Here's yards. my thing. Don't care. <laughs> Like he is literally, you're not letting him get going. No, he's your entire he's your entire offense, especially with Pittman out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like especially with him out. Mine was their best receiver out there. That's your backup running back. You need Jonathan Taylor. Like you need him. And let me and let me tell you something, Josh. I didn't say it on this show, so technically it's not even true. But uh, on the hard on the hard count, I might have said that Matt Ryan's gonna have a career year. But I didn't say on this show, so like technically, and, I mean that's not even a crazy statement. Looking at before week one, like I thought, I thought this team's gonna win 10, 11 games. So did I. I thought I they were like winning the division very comfortably. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you tie with Houston and then you get shut out by Jacksonville. And now, Listen, I called for his head last week, Frank Reich. Huh, guess what? Your time's coming up, buddy. Not Josh, too much longer. You know who they play this week? Who? The Chiefs. Yep. Oh and three. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. two and one. Good Whatever. You should, be, you should be. You should be three for tying with the tech. But then the way the NFL works, they're going to win this game. Like Matt Ryan's going to have three hundred. Yeah, he's going to throw for three touchdowns, four fifty. Yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's Taylor. still going to have one hundred and fifty. Yeah. They're going to have seven hundred yards total of offense, and yeah, you know, things like that happen. You're right. Um, final big headline of the day before we get into our nice little QB of the week, player of the week, winners, losers, things. Um, so we're getting a little nervous for the Bengals here. And not because I don't think that they're bad all of a sudden, but then again, their offense just does not look like they can literally do anything correctly. Um, Joe Burrows was sacked 13 times in two games. 13 times. 
Not exactly what you want. I believe he's been sacked over 50 times in his last five games combined. That is something, you know, we thought that they addressed the O-line this offseason. Lyle Collins says he's the personal bodyguard for Joe Burrow. Mm. Now, granted, you know, T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Michael Parsons, Marcus Lawrence, not an ideal start, but still giving up seven and then six, like that's inexcusable. You can't do that. You're not giving Joe a chance. Like he's he has no shot. Not even that. Like Ted Karras from the Pats, whenever he played for us, solid. Alex Kappa was great on the Bucks. Wasn't yeah. he a pro bowler last year? Yeah, yeah, he was a dog. So the only reason I say I'm not exactly concerned for them is because offensive lines take time to mesh and everything. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But I mean, you're gonna have to start winning some games here. And you catch a huge break because I think the only two teams that can win this division are the Ravens and the Bengals. I just think that the Browns can't do it because the Sean's out for too long. I don't think the Steelers are obviously good enough to do it. But like you you gotta win some games here because honestly the first two games of the season, you in a lot of people's eyes, you should have won. You could have been in first place right now, and the Ravens just had a t- just lost a game that sticks with you for a quick second. Oh, yeah. Like they play us next week, and I'm kind of hoping the first half of that game they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we just did that," and like they're lost, and all of a sudden we can jump out to a lead. Probably won't happen because our offense is terrible too. But um, yeah, I, I, thirteen sacks in two games and like over fifty in his last five or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is in. I'm worried about that. I said last week I was, you know, the picks and sacks worried me a little bit for Joe Burrow. Worried me a little bit. That defense is dog shit too. Cooper Rush is cooking you like that. Cooper Eli Rush. Apple is so bad, so bad. I mean, he's getting mossed by Noah Brown. Who is that? Who's Noah Brown? Like, <laughs> I'm asking. Is, I'm asking the same question. Like it's insane. How I mean, usually it's the Super Bowl winner that like falls off but i guess i mean it's happened before you know but i thought the Bengals were gonna be like you know bounce back jamar chase joe burrow t higgins joe mixon they can't do anything if they don't get any time yeah it's uh certainly something also the eagle game is underway oh what a screen pass by the eagles oh my god oh there's a flag on the play looked like a good screen pass though uh 12 minutes left in this one uh like I said, basically just underway. Let's see what the flag is real quick. Hold on. We got the ref talking. An eligible receiver downfield. Tragic. Josh Allen just threw a touchdown to Stephon Diggs. Let's go. That's one part Let's of my any, that's one part of my parlay. Hey, see, now we can see after you completely fucked me over last <laughs> week. I didn't even address that. How you completely I was, screwed me. I thought me. we were gonna get through the show without, without completely screwed me over with Denver. I called it from the jump. I'm over it. But, you know, it's nice to be on the same team. You know, that Diggs touchdown's a, a step in the right direction. I need a Josh Allen one and then and then just the Bills to win. So, Josh. the Bills, 28 and a half. A.J. Brown get in the end zone. Philly to win. So, I got a lot more to go. Okay. Well, third and 13 right now for the Eagles at the at the 50-yard line. I'll tell you what happens on this play. Hurts is dropping back into the shotgun. Got a nice pass over the middle of the field. First down. I believe that is uh, – Devontae? He's number 11. That's oh, A.J. Brown, of course. Um, a GOAT, apparently. Anyway, listen, let's move on. 
our last little segments here, and then we'll get the hell out of here. So not only you guys can watch football, could we thank you, everybody who's tuned in. Maybe you got the game up and you're listening to us as well, which is much appreciated. But, hey, me and Josh like to watch some football too. Also, I got to take a quiz for, for school, first one of the year. Totally forgot almost. Um, but, all right, Josh, QB of the week. You know what? Just to satisfy my haters, I'll go with Lamar, even though we lost. I'm sticking with the same game, but go on the other side. Tua, I, I think that's the correct answer. If I well, wasn't going to go with Tua, I'd go Flacco, 307, four touchdowns. You know, I'll go with Lamar even in a losing effort. Yeah. That's growth right there. That that's is. Growth. I like. To, I love to see that from you. Who's Probably. your player of the week? Mine are kind of – it's grouped in. It's the okay. Jets rookies. I'm taking the Jets rookies. Brees Hall, seven carries, 50 yards. Also caught a touchdown. Garrett Wilson, eight catches, 102, oh. two TDs. Dog. Sauce Gardner had a really nice play in the end zone against Donovan Peoples-Jones that stopped a touchdown. So, And he had a nice. great week one, too. Sauce yeah. might be – you know, listen, they had Revis for a little bit. Listen, I'm not comparing it. We're right. early to do that, but – very nice showing for the Jets rookies. So they're all my players of the Did week. you also see that Sauce has his own sauce? I did see that. Why, like, does. why wouldn't you with it? With that being, you know, the nickname. Brilliant, Mark. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, next up, we have our winners and losers. And listen, I want to take this one. I want to give a big fat W to the state of New York for the first time since 2009, I believe it is. The Jets, Giants, Yankees, and the Mets all won on the exact same day. What a beautiful time to be a New Yorker. I tweeted it out. Everybody go get yourself a nice bacon, egg, and cheese. Throw on the Tims. Is that really like a big, like, oh, why is yeah. that? Like, I know it is, but I eat that all the time, too. I, I don't know. Like, you go to the corner store in the city, like, listen, don't It's probably the quality. Is probably I don't live in the city, so I can't really say this. But, I mean, I do live here, so, like, I can claim it. And, technically, it's still a big thing anywhere in New York. But you go – listen, you go somewhere, you get a bacon, egg, and cheese, Jalen Hurts into the end zone for a touchdown. Set, uh, six nothing, I should say. Who? 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 Jalen Hurts. Oh, he ran it in? Oh, yeah. God damn it. Throw it to AJ, you dumbass. Yeah. Well, listen, I think we'll get there. Don't worry. Um, I think he hit a little gritty, too, possibly. I was going to take Jalen, too. That was so cool. See, I told you it's one of those situations. Um – but, yeah, I don't know. Bacon, egg, and cheese are just a thing here. That, um, chopped cheeses, that's a big thing as well. Chopped cheese? Oh, yeah. What is a chopped cheese? What's, what's this guy pick out? Guys, yesterday, the side boys beat the Bengals for the proof that whack brass guy is overrated and overpaid. I tweeted that out yesterday, and I was hoping I was going to get a bigger reaction. I unfortunately didn't, but <laughs> I really wanted one. Cooper um, Rush, that, that guy, he's going to stay with the job. He just earned himself seven more years and seven more contracts because of one game. Yeah. Um, losers, listen, <laughs> Bengals are line right now. Um, you know, another winner, comebacks, obviously. I think that was the first time since, like, the 60s that I, I want to say – yeah, since the 60s, that three teams in the same day came back from 13 uh, points or more. So, Scott Hansen says it every time the fourth quarter gets started. It's the witching hour where wins become losses and losses become wins. I gotta, I'm got. i going to give Red Zone a try one of these you days. You got it. It's the best, man. 
I'm gonna do. I think. I think. Listen, maybe if Sunday ticket works the whole time this week, I'll give it a try. It's I funny because be- like. Like when I'm watching it sometimes, because it's seven hours commercial free football. That's what they say. So I saw something on Twitter because sometimes they won't get out of a game quick enough and a commercial pop up. Yeah. So it was like only six hours, 59 minutes and 32 seconds of commercial free football. I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like it's that. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. Winners comebacks, the state of New York. Um, I mean, hey, to a Kyler for shutting some people up. For the week, at least. For the right. week. Uh, loser, Bengals O-line. Uh, Browns fans. Sunday, Sunday ticket losers. Yeah, Sunday ticket. We lost big time. Um, good thing I only pay like 100 for it because I'm a student. Because let me tell you, if I had the max deal and I was paying, well, I think it's like $400. Because you, get, you can log it in into like as many devices, I think, as you want. This is not this is not what you like to see. I don't know what happened. I was on the Eagle game, but they're bringing an ambulance onto the field in the Bill game. Oh no! Not I don't I don't know what happened. I'm obviously I'm obviously not sure. I was on the Eagle game, but coming back to see this is definitely not what you want. They're back into a commercial, so maybe if they come back, we can. I'll, prayers to whoever that. Prayers to to whoever's hurt. Facts. I don't. I'm I'm very. Uh, I wonder if anybody has tweeted it out yet. But anyway, that's my winners and losers. What about you? Yeah, I also had New York. Just, you know, just all of you guys winners. Uh, the biggest winner of all is that guy on Twitter who turned $7 into $250,000 oh fucking dollars. Well, is he, is he though? He had, he had a chance at a million. He cashed out. And and the last two things hit. I don't care. I, you know what? Josh, I agree with you, though. Because I see people... I can't believe you would cash out. You should have let. You should have contacted a big better, and he would have made you properly hedge your bet. And you would have been walking away with more. People are so. You've you've been to a, You've done gambling a little bit. Would you hit the mega jackpot or super mega jackpot? I'll take either one. I Give would literally take one. any free money anybody has ever. Seven dollars to quarter mil or seven dollars to a mil. You pick for me. I'm. A, I want the mil, obviously, but I'm not going to be mad at two hundred and fifty k. Definitely not bad at that. Seven dollars trying to get into that? No. Like but, uh, that's that's my only other winner. Uh just one loser this this week, you know, fat Matt Rule. He's still on there, so Yeah. yeah. Big L. All big right, so loser. Dane Jackson. I don't know who I honestly don't know who that is. But obviously prayers up for uh Dane Jackson because I'm trying to look for what happened maybe on Twitter, see if anybody has Posted a video or something, but obviously ambulance on the field is obviously not anything you ever want to see. They're still on commercial break. Anyway, we move on. Prayers up to Dane Jackson to our uh, prayer and respect. Well, first we'll start with the prayer circle. Josh, you got anybody add to the prayer circle? Good old prayer circle. I mean, yeah, hey. Trey Lance. Trey Lance, I think, deserves to be added in there. Not just because of the injury, but you know, we talked about it. We have no clue what. What could possibly be next for him with with this ending his season and Jimmy's still there? Uh, so prayers up to him for you know a, a healthy and and you know quick recovery to the to the injury, and prayers for him for you know the future of his career. I, I agree. I'm 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 adding it to the to the list right now on the phone. Um, 
So far, we have Derwin James because we just want him to stay healthy. T.J. Watt because of the pack. But, hey, we might be able to take T.J. Watt off because, man, I mean, apparently he's supposed to only come back in like four weeks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, man is an animal. Uh, Joe Burrow, which I was going to say maybe we should add him. Didn't even, I forgot we already had to put him back on the list because the O-line's terrible. Hopefully later in the season we can remove him. Obviously now Trey Lance. Um, Josh, I got somebody for this one. Put some respect on my name. You have any idea where I'm going with this? No, no clue. Amon Ross St. Brown? Mm, I like you know, that. He has a touchdown in eight straight games. Did you see, like, all of his stats for those games? He's getting, like, eight catches and 80-plus yards since that start. Like, I, I drafted him, and I'm not even saying this because he's on my fantasy team and, you know, gave me 39 points. Um, but, like, he's just really good. Yeah, he yeah. Is a, he's the clear number one on that team. People know it, and he still has eight straight games with a touchdown. It's like I love. Now listen, I'm not saying he's a top five receiver. I don't even know where I would rank him. But at some point, he keeps doing things like this. What do you have? I think he had nine catches, 110 yards, or something like that. And then the also had an end around for like 60 yards. Yes, yeah, took an end around for 68 yards. Like very good at football. Yeah, very very well, good. Definitely Father was like what, Mister Universe? Is that what his dad did? It was he really? Oh yeah, I, I, think I remember. You're right. Hard knocks. They're like I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. He's a dog, bro. He's built for it. And his brother's a dog too. Plays for the Bears. He's a dog. Oh my God. What? I saw the play that uh, Dane Jackson is injured on. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, it is on Twitter. He went for the tackle. Another bill came down, and his neck is this, like, all the way back. It looks like uh-huh. touching. Tough. So I guess, I guess they are saying that he, he's had some movement, though. Good. So obviously that is very, very good, but that is – that obviously did not look good. Obviously not even a dirty play or anything either. He was he was you know sliding down the back of the of the returner. Another bill came in to finish the tackle and just took his head out. Um, but good thing that he has some movement. Obviously, crazy, crazy, scary play if you if you go and can find it. That is obviously did not look good. Um, final one of the day. We go to everybody's favorite segment. Our nice – wow, it's been an hour and 46 minutes. Time flies when you're having fun, Josh. Let me tell you. Um, we go in to everybody's favorite, the pick segment. Nice little recap, Josh. Why don't you do it? Why don't you tell us how we did last week? Yep, so Sunday we only disagreed on one game. It was Tampa versus New Orleans. I had Tampa. You took New Orleans. So I was, we did not have a good day, though. We did not have a good day. No. But there were a lot of upsets and a lot of comebacks. So – I went seven and seven. You went six and eight. Ties us at 15, 13, and one for the season. And this this uh Philly Minnesota game will decide who's got the one game lead. All righty. That's that's our record going into week three, obviously, as you can see. With that being said, why don't we kick it off? Thursday night football, Steelers at the Browns. Going Steelers. I have no – I'll go Steelers, too. I have no clue in this game. I'm not surprised if either team wins. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, – I just don't believe in Jacoby, obviously. And, like, I, I guess that the Browns can just run the ball effectively enough to win the game. 
But this is they, like this is one of the games where you're just like uh, throw a dart and see which team it lands on. Yeah, um, not betting on that game. Well, no, that, absolutely game. not. <laughs> Ravens at the Patriots. Our uh, first game at home of the season. Um. Yeah. Ravens. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. They just lost a heartbreaking game. They're probably going to be a little um, upset about that. Unfortunately, probably going to take it out on us. Bill is not very good against mobile quarterbacks. I will go with the Ravens. Hopefully I'm wrong, though. I would love to be wrong on this game. Uh, this this is another kind of disgusting game. Um, Texans at the Bears. <laughs> the Bears. I thought you were going to go Texans, honestly. Nope. I th- yeah I, you know what I'm gonna go I I I was gonna pick the Bears and I'm still gonna pick you know I'm still gonna pick the Bears <laughs> they've they've like surprisingly like they obviously beat the 49ers and then they kept the Packers there for a little bit yeah like I don't yeah. get me wrong I think they're still terrible but I maybe they're oh, man I do love me some Dougie Davis Mills he's not looking like last year Davis Mills though. He is not looking like that. No? Okay. No, I've watched him these first two weeks. He's not looking like that. Damian Pierce is a dog, but Davis Mills has not looked like old Dougie Davis Mills. Yet. All right. Well, until, until Davis Mills can, can uh, you know, come they to They bring in – what's his name? They bring in some guy to run, like, quarterback runs, but he's not, like, fast. <laughs> like, they bring him <laughs> in like he's Taysom Hill or something and – He's just the same speed as David Smith. Gang Green is taking the W from the Bengals. If the Cyboys can, we can too. Um, I don't know. See, that's Raiders. Like, that's an actual. That spread is going to be like four and a half. You think? Nah. Can I think you, it might be like. Ah, yeah, you might, like you, know, you might be right. Can you, you put right. that like an eight and a half spread? Like, you, can you put Mike White in just for this game? Relive the magic of last year. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, Raiders at Titans. Raiders. Raiders, yeah. yeah. I mean, this game, I think it also is going to be close on the spread-wise, depending on how Tennessee does tonight. Uh, down, what, 17-7? 17-7 at half. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Raiders, I really liked what I saw from them despite losing the game. The offense was moving the ball well, so I'll take that. Yeah, they got super conservative in the second half of the game. I think Carr had like 200 yards passing at halftime. And then finished with like 252. Yeah. So, eh, not exactly what you want. Chiefs at Colts. We, I mean, we talked about this before. I think we're both going Chiefs, obviously. Absolutely. Absolutely. This game, this game is very interesting. Yeah. This is the best game of the week to me. Ah, I lied. Packers and Bucks probably is. But no, I think this game clears Packers. Really? I mean, the Packers looked good last night, but that's because it's the Bears. Yeah, but the Bucks yeah, right. haven't even looked good. Honestly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they're they're not both looking that good, I'm not super excited. Don't think it's going to be crazy like it use, usually is. Miami, Buffalo, both teams are putting up numbers early this season, so very excited. Bills at Dolphins. I'm going with the Bills. I'm going with the Bills also. Okay. I, I really want to take – because this is a team you do take a shot on to try to get a win, but I, I just can't go against the Bills this early in the season. No, I can't either. 
I definitely cannot. Um, Lions at the Vikings. Obviously, the Vikings are playing right now, which the I feel like the Eagles have a flag on every play. God damn. Um, but Lions at Vikings. Going with the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, yeah. I want to pick the Lions, but so not. badly. Just, they, I want them to. I'm be rooting for them, but I've got to pick the Vikings. Who's who's the wide receiver that they drafted? That's hurt. Uh, Jamison Williams. I'm excited for him to come. Do we have a time? Yeah, yeah. Him and Jalen Waddle are very similar speed. I don't know. I don't know the timetable, uh, but very fast guy. Is it this season? I I don't know. I, I'm not even sure because the injury happened in the championship game in the in a bowl game last year in college. So. Not 100% sure. And I think he played a little bit in preseason. So I think it's more like soreness and just making sure he's ready. Yeah. I, bet, I bet he'll play at some point. Bengals at the Jets. Bengals. I don't know if I want to take a shot here. <laughs> hey. I'm going to go Bengals. There's upsets every week, Josh. I'm going to go Bengals. But Joe Flacco, 300-plus yards each game. He's moving. Garrett Wilson, dog. MVP contender. I'm taking Cincy. I'm taking Cincy. The Eagles at the Washington Commanders. Going with the Eagles. Yeah, Yeah, Carson Wentz. I mean, he had another another good game. That game was a lot of scoring. A lot. That Detroit-Washington game. Yeah. Washington kept making it a one-score game. Detroit would score. They would score. So, should be Lions, high score, I think. Lions can certainly score. Can't stop any anybody from doing the same to them, but the Lions can score, seems like. Aiden Hutchinson had like three sacks. Too. Damn it. Did I give a player of the week? Uh, I don't think either of us did. I, I gave the Jets players. Oh, I didn't. I, my player of the week was going to be Aiden Hutchinson, actually. He was a dog. He's a beast. And he got a – and his sisters are bad. So, uh, you mm-hmm. know, just a plus. Saints at your Panthers – Going with the Saints here. You know the last time the Panthers won a game? No, I don't. Cam Newton's return. Interesting. Nine-game losing streak. Yeah, that's not what you want. Longest in the league. Not what you want. Two straight years in two weeks. I pick them every game. And for the first time, I will not be picking the Panthers. I'm going with the Saints. And... You this know, is a moment in generational sports history. Yeah, I'm not. At I'm exactly 8.55 on Monday, September 19th. After how many straight picks would that be? Because I've never not picked them. What, two seasons in a row? 16 plus 17, right? And then plus two games this year. So that's 18 plus 17. Math, 35? Hey, whatever you say. I was 35 bad. straight games. I've picked them. Not making it to 36. The end of an era. Yeah. It truly, truly is. Um, do we, we got to talk about Jags and Chargers, or can I move past it? Yeah, we can move past it. But Trevor okay. Lawrence is a dog. He's a dog. Yeah, like, and then again, I guess if Justin Herbert doesn't play, right? Eh, not really. You don't think you think of Chase Daniels in there? You think it's still still Chargers? Their roster is is ridiculous. I think I might lean. I might take a a bet on Jacksonville if Chase Daniels starting. I fucking okay. hate Chase Daniels. Okay. Hey, listen, you're welcome to do whatever. They want this. Is, I mean, I took them week one. They should have won. I hate Carson Wentz. I bet on them this weekend, too. And they won. They're plus money both times. <laughs> How dare you insult my team, Josh? You're lucky you're beating the Titans' ass right now. I'll come at Baker. 
Um, Rams at the cards. Interesting. Uh, listen, the Rams have not looked as great as I thought they were going to look. Cardinals coming off a big come-from-behind win. I'm going with the Rams. I'm also going with the Rams. I, I mean, I, they didn't look great, but the offense moved the ball. I mean, Atlanta just seems to score. Like, they just the, – the Saints defense, very good. Basically held Brady to nothing throughout most of that game. But Mariota scored a bunch of points on them. Yeah. So, I mean, that Atlanta team, I don't know. I don't think you can use how they play as, like, they let Atlanta do this. Like, no, Atlanta did that. Like, there's no letting them. They're just good some reason. Another game that you probably shouldn't watch unless you're a fan of either one of these teams. And it's only week three, and I'm saying that. Um, The Falcons and the Seahawks. Josh, I want you to pick first. Falcons. Damn, I was really hoping you would pick the Seahawks. Hell no. All right, fine. You know what? I'm so confident that the Eagles are going to win tonight and that I'll be head one game, and I don't want to be boring and pick the exact same team on every single pick like what we've done so far. I'll take the Seahawks. I will take the Seahawks. I'll be happy taking a two-game lead. What? I'll be happy taking a two-game lead. Yeah, I mean, or you'll be down to. Better than last year and the year before. Oh, well, listen, it's early. You you didn't start getting blown out usually till later in the season, which I still got some confidence in. Um, yeah, I do get risky. I do get risky. <laughs> Packers at the Bucks. Tampa. Tampa. Okay, okay. Aaron Rodgers does not own them. You're right. You are right. San Francisco 49ers, which before the – where I saw this was Sunday Night Football before with Trey Lance, wasn't very interesting. Now with Jimmy, kind of interested. Um, at the Denver Broncos, who we didn't even talk about this either, the fans counting down for the Broncos so they didn't get a delay they game. They got to delay a game on a field goal and had to punt. They are bad. Yeah. What, what's the coach's name? Is is that Daniel Hackett? It is Hackett. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's 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 been real ugly for him yeah. so far. Forty yeah. um, ers at Broncos. Forty ers I'm going with them as well. As you, you pick, as you should. Wanted you to pick the Broncos, but yeah, Not until they figure it out, until they figure it out, I. I We're really yeah. gonna let this week decide on. Atlanta versus Seattle. Why? Who are you going with in Dallas and Giants? Actually, yeah, it could be two terrible games that decided. Uh, I'm going Dallas. Oh, good. I was actually going to go with the Giants. I like Cooper Rush. 3-0 and start, maybe, for the Giants? A game I, at home, Monday night. I, I really, uh, this was That was a tough pick, but I just feel like, I don't know. That Dallas defense is very good. Oh, they are some dogs. Very good. I don't know. I had a little bit of a different swag with, with Brian Dable. That is true. That is true. But I think Daniel swag. Jones is going to Daniel Jones. Yeah, no, he's not very good. Probably a bad pick for me. Probably made two bad picks there because I I did want the Falcons. I actually, no, you know, I lied. I, I had I had the, the Giants in my head that entire time. The only one that I know I probably shouldn't have made was is the Seahawks one. But it is at home, 12th man. Mm-hmm. 12th man. Very good, but not Russ this time. We're talking Mariota. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's Mariota versus Jesus. That's probably the two 
two worst games we could have to decide who's leading. Oh, uh, I mean, absolutely, not even close. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't disagree on Buffalo or Miami and pick. I really thought you were going to take Miami. I, I really, was, did. I was going to, but I was like, nah, I, I, I can't go against Buffalo. You could, you can change it right now. No, we don't do that anymore. That's illegal. I don't think so. I think so. Unbelievable. All right, listen, people, it's been a long episode, but listen, this was one hell of a week, so uh, had to get everything in, but now we have done that, and we let you all be free. Josh, where can they find you before we go? Yeah, follow me on Twitter, at JoeLynn underscore four. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can be in here asking us wonderful questions and interacting with us like Vic did. Uh, make sure you head over to Underdog. Use code Gen Z. They had... They always, like I say, they give away free money, uh, not only with our promo code, but I think last week it was over half a yard for Tom Brady. And then you just pair that with something else you're confident in, you can make a lot of money. Yes, sir. Uh, so head over to Underdog, use code Gen Z, and tune in Monday, 7 Eastern. As for me, you know what it is by now. Anthony Conover underscore on Twitter. Like Josh has said, every Monday, me and him are here breaking down everything. Uh, Tuesdays is the hard count. That's 9 Eastern. Me and CJ break down everything in the football world. So, yeah, we did a lot of football today. We'll do even more tomorrow on the hard count. Uh, also, we have a Twitter for the hard count. So, go over there and follow it. The hard count underscore. So, please go follow. Give us some give us some likes over there and everything. Um, Thursdays is backstop banter with me and Michael. We're getting very close to the MLB playoffs. Aaron Judge is on Triple Crown Watch now. He's not only just about to break the uh, AL record. Calling it now. I will have you. I will join. Have you guys join Gang Green Hype Train by Wild Card Week? Panthers keep playing like this. I might be a temporary Jets fan. Listen, listen I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Patriot fan. I can't even. That's that wouldn't even be illegal for me. Um, but yeah, Aaron Judge is on Triple Crown Watch. He's not just on a, you know, AL record home run watch. He's, I believe, he's one point away batting average wise from the triple crown. So unbelievable. Our pool is going for 700 home runs. And obviously, like I said, the playoffs are right around the corner. With all that being said, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Wonderful episode as usual. Pod will be up tomorrow because Josh is always very good with that. And with all that being said, we'll catch you on the next episode. All right.